Welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast. If you're a coach, healer, or creative who has a calling in your soul to turn your unique gifts into a business that lights you, your clients, and your bank account up, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Lauren Ciesco, the queen of spiritual sales, self-sabotage expert, intuitive business coach, and a rebel soul. Each episode is intentionally designed to shift your soul and give your mind proof that it is possible to make money for your soul gifts, build a business without all the rules or hustle, and have fun along the way. Welcome home, Rebel Souls. Welcome back to another episode of the Rebel Soul Podcast with Lauren Ciesco. Today, what I'm talking about is a sales concept called the elephant in the room. And this is really about how to build trust when people are buying. And also, we're going to be addressing some elephants in the room when it comes to the coaching industry. So if you feel icky selling, if you feel like you've had a bad experience with a coach or buying personal development and you're now afraid or feel icky selling, this is for you. If you just want to feel amazing showing up and talking about what you do, or you've been questioning the coaching industry yourself, you're in the right place, my friends. I'm going to address all of that today. And this podcast episode in particular, I feel like I've never been more intentional. And I really feel like I had to be to be able to actually address this topic. And what I'm going to do is it's kind of like a two-part podcast. The first part of it is I'm going to teach a concept that is called addressing the elephant in the room. And I'm going to actually break it down and teach you how to do it and how to use it so that when you're selling, you can create instant trust with your audience and allow your audience to feel safe buying from you, which is a big thing right now in really understanding the environment and the buying environment of the coaching industry. Addressing the elephant in the room. Now, this is not a phrase that I made up myself. I'm guessing that you probably have heard this before. And really what it means is it's just addressing a major problem or a controversial, controversial issue that is obviously presented, but it's being avoided. It's being avoided for discussion because it's just uncomfortable to do so. And what I've done over the last, I guess, year is I really have seen the value in addressing the things that people are afraid to say, because what actually happens as a result, when you are willing to say the things that other people aren't willing to say, but yet it's so obvious, is that it allows people to feel really safe around you because what ends up happening is that when you really nail it, when you really address the elephant in the room with your ideal client, it's like music to their ears because they feel like so seen, so heard, and they feel understood because it really is these, the elephant in the room is the thing that we're all thinking, but no one's talking about. So when there's been this big elephant in the room, it makes it really hard to be authentic or be your, to really trust because it's like the unspoken thing. So when you are able to just really call out the elephant in the room or, or call out the thing that might be in your client's way, or the thing that they are thinking, but not saying, then you're 
immediately putting them at ease and making them feel seen and heard, which can build instant trust, which is crucial for when people are buying from you. And it's just not about buying too. This is also about audience growth and growing an audience that really trusts you and they feel really connected to you. So this is a sales tool, but it's also just for human connection and growth and growing your audience when you're being really honest and saying the things that other people aren't. So let me give you some examples of what this looks like. A weight loss coach, right? So your ideal client is generally somebody who has tried to lose weight over and over and over again. And at this point, they are probably thinking that something is wrong with me. Like I've tried so many times and I'm back at this place where I'm still the same weight or I've gained weight. It's like, what's wrong with me? Something's not working, right? So when you can just say that, right? Because that's actually what they're thinking. When you can speak directly to them so that you're saying what they're thinking in a very direct way, it's going to help put them at ease, right? So when you're like, for them, they're probably thinking, well, what's different? What's different about you than all these other things I've tried? Because at this point, they've tried so many things. So they're hesitant. There is probably some resistance for them to buying again. So your ability to address this, to address this big thing in their way, is their ability to feel safe and to really let down their guard so that you can address it head on, right? So when you're willing to have these conversations and maybe it might be in person, you might be addressing this on a masterclass or a webinar, or this could also be done just through copy as well. So it's just really being able to say the things that your ideal client are thinking but not saying out loud because it's directly hitting them. It's directly connecting with their emotions. It's directly making them feel like they are seen, they are heard and like they're important. And that is when people want to work with you is when they really feel seen and heard. That is just the basics of sales. The basis, basics of human is we all just want to be seen, heard and understood. That if, when you can really do that with your potential clients, with your audience, you're going to build instant connection, instant trust with them. Now, another example that you can do is address like industry problems or industry, obvious things that are happening in any industry that are polarizing, right? So I'm going to specifically talk about the coaching industry, depending on what niche you're in or where, or what kind of entrepreneur are, you might be in a different industry, but every single industry, no matter which one it is, it all, they all have their ups and downs and they all have their quote unquote problems, right? But your ability to just like address it head on will position you as somebody that people can trust and go to, to really see things in a different way. So for example, with the coaching industry, right now there is a trend going on where people have either YouTube videos or TikToks or anything, videos where they are calling out other coaches for like scamming or having cults, right? There's like these videos. I, I don't really actually watch these videos. I just know they're going on. And it's like this whole thing of like, people are saying, well, like coaches, coaching coaches, it's like this multi-level marketing scheme, right? They're calling it like, like a scam. And just bringing this up and talking about it, right, is addressing the elephant in the room because this is actually really happening. And, and I've been having lots of conversations with colleagues and people within the industry and people have been, it's been rocking the boat a little bit that this is even happening. So when you can just bring it up and bring a space for people to talk about it, it actually, once again, 
sets you apart from other people where, it, where they really feel like, okay, they're just speaking the truth. They're talking about the, the hard things that people that aren't willing to always talk about, which once again, builds that instant connection and can put them at ease. How I actually use this, right? So I'm going to talk about how I use this when I am selling. So with a, so talk about first a sales call. So when I'm on a sales call, a consult call with somebody, what's always happening, right? When it comes to selling or people are always thinking, am I going to be sold to? Or when we offer something for free, there's always this like subconscious thought that's like, well, there's must be a catch, right? Are they going to try to sell me something? So when people show up to free things, free calls, there's already this like natural skepticism that's already happening in their mind. And what I like to do is I like to just like call it out right away when somebody gets on a call with me. So really within the first five ish minutes, I'm taking a minute and I'm pausing and I'm addressing it. Like I'm just straight up calling it, which is like, Hey, I know you signed up for this free call. You're probably wondering exactly what's going to go on this call. So let me tell you what this is going to look like. And then I'll just break it down and be like, Hey, on this call, we're going to do A, B, C, and D. And then at the end of the call, if I think it's going to be a good fit, I'm going to tell you how I can work with you. Right? So when we can be really, really honest and transparent about what's going to go on in the call, it's going to put them at ease so that they're not sitting on the edge of their seat wondering like, okay, are they going to sell to me now? Are they going to sell for me now? Right? They're just, you're just being true so transparent and honest so that they are able to relax and really fully be there and fully be themselves instead of wondering what's happening or are they going to be sold to, or is this going to be this like, uh, what is it like the bait and switch thing? So the more transparent that you can be in your sales processes and telling people when you're going to sell to them and when you're not going to sell to them, it really helps them feel safe around you so that they're just really able to be there and really fully connect. So I also use this technique when I'm doing master classes or webinars or any kind of like videos. So once again, in the first little bit of the master class before we're getting in and spending way too any too much time before they're investing their time, I want them to feel at ease. I want them to feel safe. I want them to be fully invested instead of being like, what's in this for me? What's the catch? What's the switch and bait? Right? So what I'll do is I'll tell them straight up in the beginning of the webinar, be like, hey. And how I do my webinars is the whole formula where I generally pick one niche, one very specific problem, and then I will give it to, I, I'll help them see the whole piece of the puzzle and give them everything they need on that one piece. So when I do master classes and when I do webinars, it's not one of those like, hey, show up and get teased. And then if you really want to learn it all, then you have to buy this program to then get it all right. Like I don't do that. And I actually tell, I literally say this, these exact words at the beginning of my masterclasses. I say, Hey, we're talking about this specific topic. You're going to learn exactly why it is like about this, why it happens and how to solve for it. You're going to walk away here knowing exactly the right steps for you to get the results you want. And I do, I give away all of the information. And then I tell them, you know, you can do this yourself. You're going to get everything that you need. But if you want to do it with somebody, if you want help, then that's why you would work with me, right? So at the end, I will tell you how you can work with me, but you're going to get everything you need from this masterclass, from this workshop to actually go and take action and get the results without me, right? So I'm just really transparent and helping them see like, hey, 
it's safe. Like, here's exactly what's going to happen. They know that they're going to get what they came for. And they know that they're going to then be sold to at the end. And this is a whole other concept, which is called consensual selling, which I'll do another podcast on this. And it's very similar to calling out the elephant in the room where it's just being really transparent and creating a really beautiful container for them to stay safe. Right. So the last way that I use this technique with how to, um, address the elephant in the room is just by using cop in copy and then posts and then emails. Right. So like the very first hook that I'll do to get their attention is I'll just say, say something really bold, like, Hey, have you noticed the trend about coaches, coaching coaches and it being called like an uh, multi-level marketing? Like, how do you feel about that? Or probably something way more sexier than that. But I would just straight up talk about it. Like just start with that. And then explain myself in the post and really help them feel seen and safe. And that like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm thinking, right? So when we're able to be polarizing, and that's exactly what's happening when you're calling out the elephant in the room, this is meant to be polarizing. Okay. Now this is a good thing. And it's also really, really scary because generally when we are addressing these things that other people aren't saying, it's because people are afraid to say it. So this is actually going to require you to kind of go against the grain. But the benefit of that is that because most people aren't willing to talk about this or say this, then it actually makes you stand out. And that's a huge thing right now in the coaching industry is that there are so many coaches. It's all about learning how to stand out and set yourself up a set set yourself apart and being able to call out the elephant in the room for your specific niche and their problems that they're really say that they're thinking and not saying out loud is your ability to stand out, to build instant trust and to help them see that you can really help them. With this technique, the addressing the elephant in the room, right? It's we're really using it in for two different reasons, right? It's yes, it's you can use it to create a really safe container to sell when you're making offers, right? So prefacing before you make the offer, prefacing before you do the masterclass, but you can just do it in general to plant seeds and not make offers just to build trust with your audience and to grow your audience. Because the more polarizing that you can be and the more of a truth teller that you can be, people are going to be really polarized and attracted to that. So just by speaking this and talking about the elephant in the room um, topics, your content is going to be more potent, which will then actually grow your audience too. So it's a twofold for this technique of addressing the elephant in the room. It's just going to make it easier so that your audience is hotter so that when you do sell, it will be easier for them to say yes, because they've already built the trust with you. When I did last week's podcast, I originally thought that I was actually going to talk about the elephant in the room last week, but because last week's episode got long and this in itself is a very long topic, I decided to break it apart. But why I actually specifically wanted to originally talk about it on the first episode was because for me personally, I just took almost six months away from my podcast episode. And for me, it was really important that I actually address the elephant in the room of me taking a break, right? You know, when, when I think about you, you who's listening, my friends, I, I, we have a relationship. Like, you might not know this about me, but I think about you often. Like, I, I think about you as my friend. When I think about 
creating podcasts or emailing, um, or emailing you, I actually call you guys my friends in my head. I'm like, Oh, I need to make a, a, a podcast for my friends, or I'm going to go email my friends. Like I, I think we have a relationship and let's just say like you're on a hypothetical, you're on a date and a guy's like, Oh, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom and then leaves for a whole hour and then comes back and then like, doesn't even address it. They just like keep on moving forward as if like nothing happened. Like you would be a little bit like skeptical. You'd be like, wait, what just happened? Like what's going on here? Using being transparent and just being able to address what other people might be thinking is just really, really valuable. Even when you're thinking about your community and your audience and just thinking of them as friends, right? So to me, it was really important for me to go deep and explain like, Hey, what have I been up to for the last six months? Right? Like I, I didn't want to just like leave and think that I wasn't thinking about you. So to be able to actually like really sit here and explain to you guys why I how to take a break is really important to me because we have a relationship. And if a friend had ghosted me for six months, I would feel a little bit like, wait, what's going on? Like, it doesn't matter. So here's the truth, right? So here's my elephant in the room for you guys. At the end of last year, when I was taking a step back and really honestly questioning things, and it was a good thing, right? Like I really needed to take a step back to get some clarity. But a huge thing was that I actually, one of the main reasons why I really had to take a a step back was because I was really turned off and really grossed out by the coaching industry in general, right? There was like a lot of things happening that I was just like feeling really icky about. And I personally have had um, one experience where I hired a mentor and it did not go as I planned. It ended up being a blessing in disguise, but it was definitely traumatic. And I had to like work through my own stuff to be able to get to here. But also going through that gave me this whole perspective of like, what is really happening in the industry? Right. And I think that when we can just be really honest with our own experiences and being willing to talk about it, it can change the narrative, right? So at one point, and there was probably like a couple, just a couple of days where I was like, maybe I'll just walk away. I don't want to, I just didn't want to deal with it. Like I felt so grossed out going online and scrolling and like seeing all these coaches with like their like balloons and their money and like all of this shit where I was just like gagging. I was like, this is gross. Like, I don't, I don't want to be like that. And what actually happened was in that space where I truly gave myself just space to, to figure out what I really wanted and also taking when I wasn't on social media so much, there was like this four month period where I was just kind of sitting back. I was still working. This is when clients were coming when I was in this lean back energy, but in the time that I was not creating content and showing up, I was doing this lean back thing of just being very curious. And the other thing I was doing is I was inviting coach friends, colleagues, other thought leaders in the coaching industry to conversations with me because I really wanted to see if other people were having the same experience as me or what their experiences were. So I could put a little bit more 
data, I guess, I guess the right, is the right word, to the situation. Because at this point, I kind of had a little hypothesis of what potentially what was going on. And in the same time, I also believe that I had a solution to really bring to the, to the coaching industry that could actually shift the direction. And more importantly, help my clients and not people that aren't even my clients that may never even pay me, just really have the confidence and the tools and the techniques to sell in a way and to make money doing the thing they want in a completely different way than what they might be seeing out there that feels really icky to them. And that has been preventing them from actually showing up and doing the thing that they want. Here I am after months of observing and studying and having conversations and coming up with solutions. And I'm just, I'm ready just to share it all and like tell you guys what I've been thinking. Now, what I want to say before I actually go into this and like really break down is that these are from my experience, right? These are my opinions. And yes, I did talk to coaches and I also want to address like we all have different backgrounds and ethnicities and different things that that go into the picture of who we are. And through my conversations, I talked to all different types of people because I wanted to get other people's perspective. This is just from my point of view and my circle of friends as well and my colleagues and some people that are a little bit on the outskirts too. So your experience might be different. Some of what I might talk about might resonate and some of what I'm talking about, maybe you're like, oh, I'm not experiencing that at all. And that's great. So take and leave what I am saying. And if this really, really resonates, then you're probably in the right place. And like this direction that I'm going in is, is like going to continue to resonate with you and could potentially lead to you selling and signing clients in ways that feel really good and that are like not traditional, like bro selling. Here's what I'm seeing. The coaching industry, the, the personal growth industry is unregulated, right? So it really has been the wild, wild west. And it's still a fairly new industry. We're still in our infancy of it. And shit is changing really fast, especially with social media and different trends. It's like constantly having to catch up to really, um, stay with the trends of the industry. And that's kind of one of the problems that I'm seeing as well, right? Is that things are changing all the time. On top of that, from what I've seen and from the conversations that I've had, right, is that there was kind of this like inflated bubble of happening within the coaching industry where like everybody was buying coaching and it was so easy to sell. And this was really like a little bit before COVID and during COVID. Right. So I'm, I'll say for the last like four years. Right. So all the way up until probably last year. So from 2018 or 2019 to 2020 was 22. That is people were just, especially with COVID is that people were scared and they were looking for answers and people were at home and because they weren't going out doing things, they had more disposable money than ever. And so because they were home, they're like, Hey, I want to work on my personal growth. What else am I going to do? So I feel like the last few years, it was like this perfect storm for coaches to start their business and it'd be really easy to sell and for the industry to continue to grow. But of course, like any industry, these bubbles happen and then they pop kind of think about the housing bubble of 2018. Yeah. Sorry. In 2008, when the housing bubble broke, when they were doing all the, all the mortgages that people couldn't pay, and then that happened, right? It's the same thing with the coaching industry. It was just, it couldn't support it, and now it popped. So people are not 
paying for coaching the same way that they used to. And of course, we'll talk about, you know, the economy is different. I don't really love to talk about the economy or blame the economy because I believe we can make money regardless, but it's definitely a factor in this too, right? And the thing is that what you want to know is that people are just being really smart with their money and being smart consumers. So they're still willing to buy and they still want to buy and they still want to get help, but how we have to talk about it is very different. And that's exactly like, I'm going to give you guys some solutions and tell you those the nuances. But what I really have seen is that, right, this is, you really have to know how to read the room right now in this current buying environment in the coaching industry, which really requires you to create safety to buy. Now, this happened to me, and I know this has happened to lots of coaches. And in fact, me and Jen Navarro did a podcast episode on this back in 2020 before it was even a bigger problem in the coaching industry, which we titled Coach Trauma. And basically what this is, and we have a podcast episode, I will link it up in the notes if you want to go really deep on this, which is it's when you hire a coach or a mentor and you have a traumatic experience with them, right? Whether you feel gaslit or it's occult thinking or you basically feel worse off or feel like you were scammed or something happened before that that then potentially could lead to you not wanting to show up in your own business and sell right so there's something that happens you feel like you lost trust in coaching and in the industry because of this experience and this is a really this is really happening right so other things that are happening is that like i talked about before coaches are getting called out for being cult leaders, for, for being scams, where people are saying like, oh, who are you to charge so much in this industry? Um, there's also burnout, burnout from buying the same old offers. I think there was a while where I was seeing this very similar offers over, over and over again. And so people kind of got burnt out from the same kind of offers being offered. And also what I'm seeing is that coaches that were, were once successful. I mean, I, I, they're still successful now, but like doing very well and it was sustained, it felt very sustainable. All of a sudden they're making less money and the funnels that they had set up, right. Whether it be paid or organic stopped working just like that. Right. So there is this trend of like what once was working is no longer working. And people are like, wait, what's going on? And the other thing that I'm seeing is that people are giving up and going back to their corporate office, their corporate jobs, right? And there's nothing wrong with this. I'm also seeing a trend where some coaches are going back and getting part-time jobs. And I actually think that is really, really smart, actually. So it's part of just the uncertainty and kind of the changing of the industry that these things are happening, right? So now that I kind of just address what I'm seeing. I want to tell you guys why this is happening, right? So like, let's just really address what like the real problems are um, so that we understand how to solve it. So as I said, you know, the industry itself for the last four years have just been in this, it was just a peak, right? And as every industry happens, there's ebbs and flows. And I'll tell you what, there's going to be other ebbs and flows. This will, this will not be the only time. It's our ability to find marketing um, marketing and sales strategies that are able to be sustainable regardless of the trends, especially with social medias and the algorithms and all those things, right? Those are constantly changing. And once again, like back in during COVID, people were 
really uncertain. There's a lot of uncertainty. So that natural environment of the uncertainty made it so it was like easier for people to be looking for the answers and wanting to invest their money. Right. So that's one thing. That's one of the main problems of it. It's just a different, it's just a different environment and the disposable income and people having the time to actually do things. Um, once again, people are becoming smarter when they are buying. So in the past, right, it was those who were really good at marketing were making the money. Right. And I, I see this all the time. I know so many good coaches, so many amazing coaches that can get results, but they're not making money or they don't have a lot of clients because they haven't figured out the marketing part. And so for a really long time, those that understood the marketing were making the money. But what the problem was is that these people that were good at marketing, they weren't necessarily good at getting results, right? Or they weren't selling ethically or in alignment with the results they got. So it's not sustainable. It became not sustainable because what would happen is they got all these customers, they made all these money, but then on the backside of that, they weren't able to get their customers results. So people started talking and the true colors of these coaches came out and now they're being called like scam artists or being called whatever names because people didn't actually get the results or the results that they were promised didn't actually happen. So people feel cheated. So one of the main shifts that's happening right now, and clearly this is a problem, right? Like you have to be able to get the results is that we're going into an industry where it's going to be results driven. It's no longer going to be about who is the best marketer, even though that's going to help, but it's now going to be about both. You have to be good at marketing and you have to be good at results because if not, we live in a day of age of social media and Reddit and people will be on there talking, right? Now, this is good and bad. It's bad if you're the person that they're talking about, but this is good because it's helping people have weight and helping people in their opinions and their experience so that other people then won't be tricked into buying results that actually don't work, right? So it's really important that we are selling and being honest and in integrity with what we're actually selling. And I'll talk more about that in the solutions. So other problems or other reasons why this is happening is because there are schools out there and certifications and coach and teachers saying that anybody can be a life coach and that they're selling it like, Hey, anybody can make money being a life coach. This is easy. Just buy this certification and we'll teach you how to build a business and it's all going to be great. This is the biggest fucking lie. And I hate to say that because I bought into that. You know, actually, I already had the dream of being a life coach and I did become a life coach and then I changed my life. And now I'm, I'm getting to make money doing the thing I love living where I am like this. It actually happened to me, but unfortunately this doesn't happen for most people. It's, I think the rarity for somebody to actually succeed, but the way that it's being marketed to people and talked about is as if it's the norm. And that's a huge fucking problem, right? Where people are making huge life decisions and leaving jobs and putting themselves in um, financial like scarcity or financial risk because they are um, being sold a stream that like, hey, you just need to do this and you can make your money back like that. But the truth is it actually is a whole lot harder than they are, they are saying it's going to be. And the other thing, and ooh, 
this is the truth. And this is like, I don't want to say I hate to say this because I actually do want to say this, but not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. I'm sorry. As much as at one point I was selling that like, hey, if you want to be, if you want a successful business, you have to learn how to become an entrepreneur. And I believe that you can learn how to become an entrepreneur, but not everyone is actually meant to do it. And not everyone has the emotional capacity and the drive and the skills to actually follow through with it. And that's a big problem with the coaching industry because now what's happened is because all of these dreams have been sold. Now there's so many life coaches, right? And I like to make the joke where you can like throw a rock and hit a life coach nowadays because everyone's a life coach. Now this kind of goes into another problem where because so many people are life coaches, there's what I'm calling this like pasting copy marketing that's that's being sold where people are like, Hey, you just got to like do this and do what I did. And then you'll make money. And so because people don't know how to be entrepreneurs and they're looking for the answers, they're hiring people that are telling them exactly quote unquote, what to do that isn't really working for them. Because the truth is no two businesses are meant to look the same. We're all meant to be a little bit different and unique. And in fact, your ability to stand out and be unique is your ability to not have to not have to worry about competition. Because when you know how you are unique and your experiences and what you do come together in a unique way, there's no one else that can compete with that unique, unique way that is you, right? So what we used to, what people used to do is be more generalist, right? So for example, somebody that's calling themselves a business coach, but underneath business, it's like websites, online marketing, finances, um, growing an audience. So it's like a bunch of things that fall under business. What I'm now seeing is people are becoming more specialist, right? So for example, myself, I used to call myself more of a spiritual business coach. Now I'm a sales coach. Like I specialize in sales. If you want to learn how to sell, if you want to learn how to sign clients in a way that feels really good to you, that's what I do. It's super specific. So yes, you can still sell coaching and, and be a general life coach, but I would be lying to you if I didn't say it would be easier. And it's the trend of the market is going into being specialist and being able to get very, very, very clear re results. and more importantly, the importance of clarity in who you're talking to, the exact problem that you're solving, the exact results, and really dialing in your messaging and being able to speak in their exact words so that they really resonate is the key that's making marketing work now, right? So it's really having to be a lot more targeted and very specific to the person that you're working with so that your people are like, yep, that's me, that's me, that's me. So the other thing, other problems that I see is, once again, the social media trends are always changing, right? When I first started my business back in 2018, it was Facebook was the whole thing and like Facebook groups. Then TikTok wasn't even a thing, right? And now TikTok. And then, you know, then there's like Instagram and Reels, right? So things are constantly changing as far as what the trend is. So in order to keep up with their marketing, you really have to be able to learn how to adapt with the trends that are happening. And that's just part of it. And I have a solution to that, which is understanding the basics of sales. But when you ads or what somebody has been doing for a while, just immediately just stopped without 
even any explanation because of the trends of the industry, right? So that's one of the things you had to think about when it comes to not trends of the industry, but trends of social media, right? So you're, when you're using social media to sell, there's always going to be some ups and downs and understanding how to adapt and to be an early adapter into that. The other thing, <laughs> the other problem that I'm seeing, and this is the big one, right, is this cult-like thinking or this like mindsetting, mindset working your way into investing in yourself. This is still happening now, but I definitely remember a couple of years ago where there was coaches that were like, you're not an in integrity if you're, you don't have a coach yourself, right? Like you have to have a coach. You have to invest in yourself. If you're not investing in yourself, then you can't go to the next level. And that's just really, really dangerous thinking. And in fact, that kind of thinking got me into some trouble at one point and my clients. And so I no longer sell or try to convince people that they need coaching or that coaching is the way to the results. What is so important is that you help that people know that they can get the results with or without you. What coaching does is it, it speeds it up or it allows you to go through it with somebody else. And when we can be really honest, when we're selling and letting people know like, Hey, you don't need to invest. You don't need to spend money that you can actually do this on yourself too then that's great. And there's this thing where people are saying, well, it's like, oh, well, when you invest money, you have skin in the game. Well, I'll tell you what, like there's been situations where I did not invest money, but I had skin in the game because I internally committed to it, right? So I believe that you can get results on your own. You have everything you need inside of you. In fact, you have Google and podcasts and there's all the information in the world out there. It's your ability to then apply that information that then allows you to get the results, which is where coaching come in handy. And I, and believe me, there is a time and a place that it is right to invest in a coach. You just need to make sure that you're really being honest with yourself of why you're investing and that you're not falling into this, like, cult like thinking around thinking that you need to invest so that you can, so that you can actually make money because that's just not true. And the other thing that I'm seeing is that just unethical selling in general, right? So this is like the over-promising, talking about a program, but then them actually not following through with it, right? So like you buy something and then you're just like legit, it's not delivered, right? Like that actually happens, unfortunately. Or another part of this is just sales tactics that are manipulative, right? So we all hear that like, oh, you have to like motivate them from their pain points or on on a consult call, you have to like overcome their objections. Like that's just straight up manipulation, right? And what I really believe is that there are people out there right now in your field or in your niche that are your ideal clients that have already decided that they're looking for a coach and that they don't need convincing. And in fact, if you have to convince people, you're, they're not your ideal client. They're not your client. You can actually talk to people that are ready and that don't need convincing. So in a lot of sales techniques that are taught or these sales strategies that are sold, they're like, oh, follow this formula or talk about this pain point or do this. And then that's how you're going to get clients. But really, when you're coming from this controlling energy or what I'll, I, I sometimes will say, like masculine selling versus feminine selling, where masculine selling is like, I got to go get clients. And it's a little bit of this like leaned forward energy and like trying to convince them to buy from you in this, like trying to overcome objections. That's one energy. And what happens is when people 
buy from, so when you're in masculine energy, which is this lean forward energy, generally the people that you're talking to are a little bit more lean back in their feminine. So when they buy from you, it's like, you're almost having to pull them forward, which then sets you off the initial relation, coaching relationship where you're doing the work and you're convincing versus when you're selling in a feminine energy, AKA a lean back energy, which is this trust, which is this knowing, <laughs> which is this, I know I can get you results. I'm not going to convince you if you're ready, let's do this. Right. So when you're in this lean back trust, then what requires your client is for them to take the first step and then be in their masculine energy to say yes, which requires them to move forward first. So when they're in this, in their empowerment of saying yes to you because they're ready, then that once again, starts off the relationship, the coaching relationship in a very empowered way, because they're the one taking the action to come work with you so that you know that they're going to take the actions moving forward. And it just makes it so that those are the people that are more likely to get results versus the person that you have to convince. And I see this all the time. I look back at my consults and I think of clients and the ones that I was like, were on the fence and that I felt like I was, and actually at some point was I trying to convince them, but it was like a little bit of like, uh, they weren't sure, but then they ended up going with it. Those are the people that I had a handheld versus the ones that were like, I'm ready, let's do this, right? So I purposely lean back. I purposely like to, to be a little bit lean back with my clients because I want to be working with the clients that are really ready and that they're ready to take action. Really, this all comes down to like the main problem, like the huge piece of the puzzle that I'm seeing, it just comes down to this embodiment piece or this lack of embodiment, which is basically, I talk about it in information versus transformation versus embodiment, all right? So information alone and not applied is useless. And what I'm seeing in the coaching industry is that people are selling results or selling a certain result, but what they're actually just providing their clients is the information. And the information not embodied is not them getting the results, right? So what you actually have to do for somebody to get the results is to take that information and then apply it which is the transformation stage, right? In that transformation stage, it's very messy. And this is where coaching actually comes in handy, right? This is like the correct use of coaching because we often get in our own way and we want to stay stuck in our comfort zone where when you have somebody there that's having you apply this new information in that messy area, it helps you stay connected so that you're able to take the action. And it's through the information plus the action that then it codes into your body and it, and then you actually see yourself as that person. And then that's when you're in the embodiment, right? So what people, what I'm seeing is that people think that they're the embodiment or they think that they're selling the embodiment piece, but they're just really selling the information. And I have a big, I have a story about this where when I was working with a coach, a really well-known coach in the industry, and I was in her hundred K mentorship, when we first started the very, very first week I was there. I remember telling her, I'm like, Hey, I don't want to do the niche I had. So at that point I was helping people binge eat, stopping. I was helping people to stop binge eating, but I didn't feel connected to that niche anymore because I was binge eating again. And what she told me was that, Hey, if you do this niche, right, she convinced me to pick this niche because she knew that she could help me make money off of it. But it was not an integrity for me to do that niche because I was not the embodiment of it. And 
while I was still binge eating, selling and telling people I could help them binge eating, it became really hard to sell it because I felt so out of alignment. And I see this all the time in the coaching industry, right? We think that we need to promise these XYZ results because that's what people will buy if they have this. But what we really need to be honest with ourselves is what are we the result of, right? So for instance, for this, just the example of the binge eating, what I was telling them is that I could help you stop binge eating. And to some extent, that's what I could do. But because I wasn't doing it myself, at best, what I was helping them do was learn the information and then apply it, right? Holding a container for them to apply it. Was was I the embodiment of it at that point? Could I have taught it the way that I can teach it now? No. If I had sold it from the place of like, hey, I'm still in my, I'm still in it and let's do this together, it would have been a very different feel versus like, I'm an expert, I know how to do this, I'm already not, and I wasn't, right? So it's, there are people at every single stage, right? There are people out there that, in for just having the information will create a breakthrough, and that breakthrough and awareness changes their life, and like, that's what they need. So there are coaches that are needed that are information coaches. There are people in there that are in the transformation stage that like have the information, they know the information, they've had it forever, but they can't take the actual action. So there's coaches that are needed for that. And then there also are coaches that are needed to teach the whole embodiment, right? Where they are, it feels effortless to them for them to teach the whole process and then hold the space for the person to then get the results is another type of coach. So you just got to be honest with yourself, right? So from this embodiment place, you only promising and only creating offers that are the true extension of who you are, that you are the embodiment of the results you get. And this whole thing that I just explained is I think the main problem in the coaching industry. And if you could really understand and get honest with yourself of what type of coach you are and the results you have, and then you create an offer in alignment with that, it makes it so much simpler. And here's really the amazing news is that you don't actually need to be able to get them the full results to be able to be a coach. Sometimes all people need is the next step, right? So maybe the next step just looks at them, looks like them getting clear, right? I had a whole offer where all I did was help people get clear. And that was it. I didn't even get them results. I just helped them get clear, right? And there could be offers where you help them get clear and then you help them see the how, right? You don't actually take them through the process, but you just give them the steps. And there might be coaches that are like, hey, I have the how, I have the steps, and then I'm going to help you go through it, right? So you just got to be really honest about where you're at. And this is, this is the solution. Like this is the solution right here is you just getting really honest with yourself and you creating offers that are in alignment with that. Let me dive into the solution piece now. So as I said before, I've been thinking about this for six months. And it's taken me six months to be able to articulate this the way that I am right now. And I'm going to continue to articulate this and reiterate this because I know that the more I talk about this, the more I'm going to continue to like blow up, like talking about this, like that is really needed. As I pulled back, I just find myself getting so fueled in like the best way because I just see the problem so fucking clearly. And the best thing is that I have the solution, right? And that's really like what fueled me to like know that this is exactly what I meant to do is because I was in the coach. I mean, I was in sales for 20 years and before social media was even a thing, I was selling and I understand funnels. And I 
always sold from this ethical place because that was just what was really natural for me. So what has become natural for me, which was just naturally ethical selling that I didn't have to label because it was just how I did it is now become what people really, really need in this industry is to learn how to sell in a way that feels connected to themselves and feels connected to their clients and is in integrity with yourself and your clients so that it can, it could feel really good and it can get them results and you're not adding to the problem. And that's really it. As I, as I told myself, it's like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to keep on going, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, I'm going to be part of the solution. I'm not going to be part of the problem. So here is the, here's what I believe is the solution for the industry as a whole, but even just for us individually with our businesses to feel really in alignment, to feel really confident and to feel lit up selling so that it feels easy and clients want to work with you because they feel safe and they feel really connected to you too. The first thing is you have to be intentional. It's about focusing on connection and humans versus numbers. You got to make your why, make why you want to make money and sign clients bigger like a, a big goal, right? So it really fuels you. Because if not, all the small little failures are really going to get to you. So the bigger that you can make your why and then let everything fit underneath it, it's going to help you show up, right? So really another way to say this is it's just not about you. If you could understand why you're doing it for you, for them, your clients, and for the world, it makes it so much stronger, right? So for me, just coming from here, like this is no longer about money for me. Like, yes, of course I want to make some money, but this is bigger. This is about you, you listening, who's afraid to sell or is afraid to show up in this or don't know how to show up in this environment to sell. Like I'm doing this for you guys and I'm doing this for the bigger picture, right? So the more that you can, and for the industry, because when I just became a coach, I just, you know, wanted to be a coach. I did not know that I was going to be speaking on big industry topics about ethical selling and all of the things, but I, here I am, right? Like it's for, and I was able to get here because my vision isn't just about me. It's for all of us. So I'm able to really hold the emotional bandwidth and really do the hard work because it's just not about me. My, my why is bigger. Okay. The second thing is you just getting really clear about how you're unique and how you stand out, right? So not only do you need to understand your niche, and I say niche because niche, like really niching down and being very specific and working with people that have a unique problem is so much easier than just speaking to people in general, right? So the more specific that you can be, the easier it is for people to work with you. Once again, I told you about the like business coach versus like a sales coach, right? Like a just a general weight loss coach versus an emotional eating coach, right? Like the more that you can be very specific or binge eating, like people are going to be like, oh, that's my problem. So you want to have a clear niche, a clear problem, a clear results, and that your messaging is so dialed in that people resonate with you, right? So really clear dialed in messaging is necessary these days. Just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks is just not landing with people anymore. You really have to be specific. The next thing is the embodiment piece. And I'm not going to say very much about that because I just wanted a whole tangent, right? It just basically is you are 
in integrity with your offer. You are the embodiment of the results. You're very clear about what you're offering, right? You're not trying to, to offer the whole thing. If you're just giving them information, you're owning that. If you're just helping with the next step, you're owning that. But you're just getting really clear about what you're offering for people. And it feels very easy for you to deliver on those results. And that's really the next piece is that you have a process that is repeatable so that you can continue to get consistent results for your clients. And this just really follows under that saying of like, be so fucking good, they can't ignore you, right? Let your clients that get results do the selling for you. Every single client that comes to you, go all in as if they're the most important thing and get them results because that person's going to feel it and then they're going to go talk to you. So we talk to people about you, right? So it really is about honing in on our own processes and really being able to get results. Because like I said, this industry, it's no longer about just about the sexy marketing. It's the marketing and the results. You have to be able to deliver on results. And then the next piece is just being transparent, right? Like being transparent about where you're at, where they're at, and speaking to the elephant in the room, really just opening up those communication lines so that people know exactly where you're at. Um, the next thing is understanding the principles of sales, right? So we can, got, we can get caught up in all of these fads and all of these trends with social media, but when you really understand the basics of sales, which is just connecting and it's emotions and it's just like trust and know and just really being human with people and really making them feel seen, known, heard, and important, people are going to want to work with you. That really is the basics of sales. And that's a huge reason in these these next episodes in this iteration of this podcast, I'm going to go really deep on giving you guys the basics and the principles of sales so that you can make money and you can sell regardless of what's going on in the industry. And that really is just like the thing that has fueled me is why I've been able to go so big in my business and like not give up and just keep on going is because I just have always believed in myself and I always, I just know how to sell so no matter what, I'm always able to make money because I can sell. And when you understand, when you can sell yourself and you can make an offer, that is the biggest freedom. When you really, really, really understand how to sell, you're always going to be okay. And I really want you guys to feel that certain and have that stability within yourself. And the last thing that I'm personally doing this, right, and this might be right for some people and might not be right for others, is that... Um, instead of selling from a place of like, oh, you need to work with me to be able to get the results or you need to pay me in order to get this information, I'm just giving everything away for free. So I'm going to give away all of my techniques, all of my frameworks, all of my tools, everything. You guys can just have it, right? Like the reason why somebody would want to come work with me or pay me is because they want somebody to do it with them. Or they just don't want the information, but they want to then take that information and it just become effortless to them. But I want people to have the information because I believe that you having the information, you can then self-walk yourself through it. And it's inevitable. You can eventually get the results. Like, you don't need to hire me. You don't need to hire anybody. Like, here, have, have all the information. Go do it. But the reason why somebody would want to hire me is because they want the results faster or they just want the help or the support, or they don't want to do it alone, right? So there's variations of why somebody would want to hire me, but 
where I'm coming from now is I'm just going to give it away from free. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm not going to be like, oh, the secret that makes it work is me. Or you have to come buy my program to like get the thing that makes it work. It's like, no, we're not doing that anymore. It's just, you can have it. It's here for you. And you can take this. And if you apply it, you will get results. Like that's as simple as it is. <laughs> and it feels really good to be really clear about wanting to just give it all away and knowing from giving it away and giving the results ahead of time, the, actually like the step-by-step -step that I'm giving can actually get you results. So being in my energy, listening to my content, listening to my podcast, going to my masterclasses is going to get people results ahead of time without even paying me. And that actually feels way cooler than saying that somebody has to pay me to work with me. You know, the last thing I want to say, and I just want to leave you with this is we, where we put our, where we put our energy on grows. Once again, no industry is perfect. And in this episode, I spent a quite a bit of time, like talking about the negative things that are going on, but really just like this elephant in the room that I'm doing right now, none of these, none of the things I have to talk about has to be a reason why you're not doing well. All you have to be willing to do is to show up and go full out and have the best intentions, right? That you're going to do the best that you can. And for so long, especially on this particular podcast, I was, oh, am I ready to talk about this? Am I ready to talk about this? this is such a big topic. But I was like, screw that. I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to do my best. And guess what? I'm human and I'm going to make mistakes. And guess what? I have made mistakes in my business that did not feel good to me, right? I've sold unethically, but I've also learned and I've learned to do it differently. And I'm willing to show up and I'm willing to do it messy and I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to do differently. And that's why I'm able to stand here and have this conversation with you because I am human and I'm not trying to do it perfectly. And that's part of it where like we can get stuck up, hung up on the oh, well, what if I do it wrong? Or I need to sell, like, sell perfectly? Or what if I'm not in embodiment? Like, don't be thinking like you need to go make crazy changes because of this podcast. What I just want you to do is like to know that you're exactly where you need to be. And that it's just about being willing to learn it being willing to look at things differently. Because if you don't like the results that you have right now, it's just because you have to do something differently. Don't be afraid to show up. Don't be afraid to get things wrong or to do it messily because we're all human. And what matters is that you're, you're just showing up and you're, and you're willing to try. Right. And you just keep on going. And that's, that's it. Like I am so fucking fueled right now by this conversation because we are in a new paradigm right now. It is no longer about the pyramid of a leader sitting on the top and all of these followers worshiping them. Like that is old, that is in, disempowering and it's not working and it's crumbling that model. We are now in a paradigm where we are rising together. We're leaders leading leaders and knowing that we are all whole and that we could do things on our own and that we can choose to do it together with other people. But really being able to see the differentiation between putting somebody above you as if they have the answers and you have to do it their way versus being able to go inward to your own inner guidance, to your own empowerment. And when you're working with somebody, discern what they're saying and doing what's right for you, right? So it's just really important that we are continuing to have these conversations 
and to continue to check in with ourselves of where we're at and how we're feeling. I just know it's, it's so crazy. Oh my gosh. I almost like want to cry at this for 20 years. I've been in sales. And for the first five years of my career, I used to cry to my dad being like, I hate sales. I don't want to do this. I like was lost. I didn't know what I was doing, but because I was really good at sales naturally, and I made a lot of money, I stayed for like 20 years or like I was in sales forever. But what I now know is that all of that had to happen for me, for me to really learn like the basics of sales, the principles of sales before the social media, before getting into, to becoming a coach so that I could understand this from a very different point of view than what I believe is being taught up there. And so this is now fucking fueling me to be able to show up because it's like, oh, this makes sense of why I was in sales for so long. I was like, why was, why did I do that? But it's because I was meant to teach it like this. As I mentioned before, it's like, what was very obvious, obvious to me with the way I sold, which was just in a naturally ethical way is now what is really needs to be taught because there's been all these other methods that were taught out there. So there's almost like this like shift in programming. And that's what, that's what I'm here. That's like purpose. I feel more driven than ever. And so I know that like, when you believe in yourself and you know how to sell, you don't need a plan B. I never have needed a plan B in my business because I believe in myself. Like my plan B is belief, like belief in myself. And it's a deeper to knowing about these sales. And that's what I want to offer to you guys. And just on these podcasts, in my TikToks, in my reels, whatever, I'm going to be teaching all of these little basics to help you become even more confident in selling and seeing what is possible for you. I invite you guys to come along with me. This is the new direction. This isn't just for me anymore. This is for you guys. I invite you to come along. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it. This conversation needs to get out there. People need to hear this. If you want to learn more, please follow me on Instagram, on TikTok. Next week, I'm going to be starting to do some masterclasses, which all of that information will be dropping. So make sure you're on my email list to get all of the latest updates. If you want to work with me to go deeper on all of this, you can sign up consult call. I have custom plans of how to work with me. Okay. This was a long one. This was a lot of information. It was a pleasure to get to speak this to you. I'm sending you love and I will talk to you soon, my friends.